anybody have a rooting interest this coming weekend? No? Nobody? Just just the people in Philadelphia and Kansas City? Really? Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way right and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer daily shots of Penguins and Pirates that I hope you'll check out. I'm out in California covering the Penguins three-game trip here, and Sunday is a free day on the Penguins' schedule. It's a free day on everyone's schedule, except for the two participating teams in the Super Bowl in any sport. That's just how it goes, and it's actually really, really cool. It's part of Americana at this point. It might be the biggest part of Americana. Maybe the one thing we all can agree on, regardless of cultural, political, or any other kind of differences, is that Super Bowl Sunday rules. It does. It's awesome. And you know what's even more fun on a Super Bowl Sunday than just having the main event? It's being able to pick a side. It's being able to say, hey, this is the team I really like. Now, if you are the gambling type... You pick your teams based on that and almost nothing else, I'll bet. Or exactly nothing else. But if you're just watching and you just want to see a team you like, a player you like, a style you like that you want to see win, it's that much more fun. Which is my way of saying, I don't have one. (laughs) I just don't have one. I don't have some team that I'm looking at. For this matchup and saying, boy, it sure would be great if Patrick Mahomes could overcome that ankle injury and show everybody. Show everybody what? Everybody already knows exactly what he is, exactly what he represents to the game. That's not going to change whether he wins this game or loses it because he's got the ankle. And also, he's already done it once. And so has Travis Kelsey, and so has a lot of that roster. So has Andy Reid. Even the Andy Reid angle doesn't hold up anymore. What about disliking the Chiefs? Can you dislike the Chiefs because they're in the division, or at least it feels like they're in the AFC North division, or because they're the last team to knock the Steelers out of the playoffs, when in fact, the moment the Steelers boarded that charter flight, to Kansas City, everyone knew they were going to get pasted exactly as they did. You want to hope they come uh, down a peg, that they get maybe knocked down a little bit so that the rest of the AFC doesn't feel as foreboding as maybe it would if they were to just romp through the game, or worse yet, if the Bengals had advanced and the Bengals had romped through the game and they're actually in the division. You know what I've got here? I've got Javon Hargrave. That's it. That's all I've got. Watched him grow up here in Pittsburgh. Watch him become twice the player that anyone could have expected when he was a third-round pick coming out of South Carolina. What can you expect at Point Park University in downtown Pittsburgh? Respect, rigor, relevance. That's the Point Park pledge. You'll be treated with respect while being challenged and supported academically to graduate with career-ready, relevant skills. Visit pointpark.edu to learn more. Maybe a much better player 
than what the Steelers themselves would have realized, not just at the time, not just with the draft, but even after he was here for a while. And yes, it is accurate, and I know this for a fact, that the Steelers did make a significant attempt to keep him in free agency that year. That surprised people because of a perception that they were really, really up against the cap, possibly a reality, but they did make that effort. What ended up happening was that Andy Weidel, who's now, of course, the assistant GM with the Steelers, the Mount Lebanon product, stepped up on the Philadelphia side and made it really, really clear that the Eagles were going to pay more. The Eagles wanted this player, and they were willing to put forth a price that I don't know that the Steelers would have matched it if they could have. That, of course, being the three-year, $39 million deal that Javon got that was now looks like a complete steal. I'm with Javon. That's my point. I'm on his side. I love that storyline. I love the one time that he answered me. This was in his second NFL season. It was after a game that he had. It was one of those that wasn't going to show up on a stat line, but everybody else in the locker room, don't even ask me which game, I don't remember, but that everyone else in the locker room was gushing about it. And when I asked him about it, his response was that he wants to be Aaron Donald. He sees the way AD plays and he wants to be that guy. The Steelers, to their credit, never took that capacity away from him, even though he was playing Casey Hampton's old position and everybody was still in the process of redefining nose tackle as we know it. But Javon kept playing his game. And as he was with the Steelers more, you got to see him get into the backfield and take advantage of that pass rushing capability. And you know what, my friends? That pass rushing capability between him and Fletcher Cox on the interior of that Philadelphia defensive line, coupled with Mahomes' ankle, is going to be the difference in this game. The Chiefs do not have answers for these two on the rush. You know why? Not many teams do. That's not even a knock on the Kansas City offensive line. Cox isn't a kid anymore, but he can still bring it. And Javon has becoming something that maybe more people need to become aware of how good he is now and the impact that he can make with or without Cox as his partner. But together, mm -mm, that's too much. Look, I'm aware of the whole Pittsburgh-Philadelphia thing, even though 99% of that is about hockey. I'll take no joy in anyone on the wrong side of the Commonwealth, enjoying themselves on pretty much any count. But I like this story. I like this story a lot. You know what else I'd like? Can I just throw this out there just to be a total tease? Javon's a free agent. Yeah, he's a free agent after this. Oh my goodness, the money that's going to get thrown at him. And don't, don't, don't. I didn't mean to bring it up for that reason. I swear, when we come back, J1Q... This segment of Daily Shot of Steelers is brought to you by the personal injury law firm of Luxembourg, Garbett, Kelly, and George, LGKG. They represent people who've been hurt in car accidents, who need workers' comp, who need to file medical malpractice claims. The lawyers at LGKG 
have been designated super lawyers for over 15 years. That's a real thing that's reserved for the top 5% of attorneys across Pennsylvania. To learn more about them, visit lgkg.com or call 888-842-5454. LGKG. to you already that uh, I'm out in California to cover hockey art is writing from Los Angeles. And he says, hi, DK. Love your show. Listen to it every morning here in LA. As we all know, the NFL is about the money. It's about getting to that Super Bowl, getting there with the best possible players. What if the Steelers have a bigger mission at hand? What if they are trying to raise men? What if their sense of patience, grace, and humility in their timeline of late, such as keeping their offensive coordinator, is because they want to be above other teams as far as the physical, emotional, even spiritual development of their people. Maybe I'm stretching here, but it seems like they want to give each coach, each player an opportunity to grow. I mean, the patience with Matt Canada and even how the team handled the recent past with players like Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell, it all points to something bigger than being reactive and hasty. Maybe these values are about making sure each player is looking to their life's work after football. Can it be bigger than just the 17 games? And if so, what's wrong with that? You know, Art, first of all, I appreciate the kind words. I have a a reflex here that's happening that you can't see where I want to take some of these things that you said and just shoot them down. Just And it, some of it would be easy, but I'm not going to do that because one of the things that I've long admired about this franchise's fan base is that they do, right or wrong, fair or not, see it as being on some higher plane. They see the Steelers doing certain things that other organizations wouldn't do, and they value the Steelers for that. There are many, many such examples. There are things that haven't been reported. I know about, but they haven't been reported because of a certain way that they've been presented to me that would make you feel that much more strongly about this particular stance that you have. Things that either Mike Tomlin has done uh, or that Art Rooney, all the way up to him, has done. Uh, Kevin Colbert, the way he has followed up with and taken care of uh, players that he's brought into the Steelers organization years after the fact, when he'd have no benefit to it whatsoever, and certainly not any publicity, because even here I can't tell you what they are because I was told those in confidence. But he's done that. Kevin Colbert has. He's checking on guys. Tomlin does that. Rooney does that. They try hard to foster a family atmosphere. They bring back not just greats from the past. They bring back anybody from the past. They're not trotted out to the end zone at halftime at, uh, you know, uh, for home games or whatever. 
Uh, but whenever the Steelers are playing in a road city and Cody Wallace shows up there, and as I say the name Cody Wallace to you, you're going, Cody Wallace, Cody Wallace, why does that ring a bell? He was an offensive lineman that hardly anybody knew about. The Steelers heard that he wanted to come to the game. They not only had him at the game, again, this was on the road, but they had him down there at the locker room afterwards. His old teammates, the ones who knew him, could come out and say hello. I saw him down there myself. He looked like the happiest guy on earth. He's a Steeler for life. He's a Steeler for life. And you don't even know who he is. Or maybe you do. Maybe you really follow them that closely. So, yeah, there's a lot there. I didn't even touch on uh, the Rooney rule being brought in by the Steelers. I didn't touch on Tomlin and Brian Flores. I didn't touch on the millions, millions of dollars that they gave to Ryan Shazier that he earned. That's not a that's not a knock. But they didn't have to. They didn't have to. They did the right thing. But, but, Art, my man, I can't get through this without stressing strongly enough that there's nothing any of these gentlemen that I just mentioned to you would rather have this weekend than a spot lining up opposite the NFC team. That is what they're all about. That is the end goal. That is the end game. It's not a higher calling. It's not a lower calling. It's not a medium calling. It's one calling. It's getting to the Super Bowl, and it's winning the Super Bowl. As it is, you and I and everyone else stuck watching Kansas City and Philadelphia go after that. I appreciate the note that you sent. I appreciate the welcome to California. I appreciate everyone who listens to Daily Shot of Steelers. We will do another one Monday discussing Javon Hargrave's Super Bowl MVP award. 